Hello, this is Dr. Eggman interrupting this broadcast to beckon you not listen to the new Sonic Adventure Games Club over at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. Do not sign up at the $10 DJ Toad tier to get all new episodes of Sonic Adventure Games Club. Do not support patreon.com slash supernpcradio's in-depth coverage of Sonic Adventure and those godforsaken chows. Support me, Dr. Eggman. I stand for progress. I stand for machines. Sorry to ruin your fun, Egghead, but no one can stop people from listening to the Sonic Adventure Games Club over at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. Freaks love this stuff. Right, Otacon? That's right, Sonic. I just missed myself. Yo, foiled again. Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario, K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and today we're talking our first impressions of Starfield, the newest game from Bethesda Studios, out today on the PC and Xbox. We're blasting off here with a just a rip-roaring crew of talent and funny and insight. We've got, of course, the incredible Mikey Stevens is with us. How you doing, Jeremy? How's it going? <laughs> good, buddy. Good. Good to see you. Pause for Groceries for the listeners is a uh, foundation that we have started where we get dogs to shop for uh, the elderly. Oh, it's always genius. good to have you. It's a good idea. It's, it's a, a good, good idea. idea. I do yeah. want to say we've uh, so far raised zero dollars for right, the foundation. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what? People kind of have been like, that sounds dumb. Don't. Yeah. I don't think dogs would do that. They'll eat the food. Yeah. Uh, but they'll just run opposite they'll directions. Just, they'll just look for a squirrel. They'll yeah. get distracted. Anyway. Yeah. Zero percent uh, dollars raised, uh, but a hundred percent scritches gived. Mm, that is correct. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the incredible Adrian Holmes. How we doing? Doing good, my man. Adrian Holmes is stopping by. <laughs> Radical. Good to have I you on the show. Good to have you on the program. Good to be here. Uh, and we have your com- your partner in crime, Garrett Morlang. Garrett, hello. Hi, hi, hi. You're pretty good. You're pretty good. You're pretty good. You're pretty good. Garrett, you're pretty good. You're pretty good too. You know what? I might even like to change that to great. You're yeah. pretty great. Yeah. I think we're all pretty great here. You yeah. have to submit that revision. Okay. I'll submit the revision. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. But next time, next time. Folks, get your hands on your blasters and get your uh, thrusters in the air because it's time to uh, head out into the solar system and the galaxy. And the galaxy. Both. Yes. We all played Starfield, uh, and we're going to talk about it later on our main event. Uh, I I guess I do want to know like if you guys are playing any other games right now. Um, I'll say this like I haven't touched a game another game since Starfield came out. I've been playing Starfield like 
you know, I'm a little unemployed boy. I've been playing about four to five hours a day <laughs> uh, <laughs> since it came out. I'm just like blasting through it. No fun intended. Um, I guess what I'll say is I got an adapter for my analog pocket uh, that plays Game Gear games. And so I've been playing like the entire Game Gear library, which is like. I, I was like so curious, like what just just strut, why don't you? Why don't you just, you know? What came out on that thing? I was like, I was like so curious and like there's some good shit on the game gear. Yeah. Like, yeah, some good stuff came out. I don't know. Did anyone Nobody ever it? knows because they only had 30 minutes to play it before the thing died. Before the batteries ran out. Did anyone yeah. here own a game gear? Anybody? No. Yeah. No. You did? I got I it did. secondhand. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I did, but not at it wasn't like at launch. I remember it was like yeah, it was like well, several years later, mm-hmm. and it was like I traded for it, and it like kind of like the cartridges didn't really hold too good, you know. It was like kind of <laughs> yeah. that the well batteries, used, well used. the yeah. battery case was open, you had to like hold the batteries, and it was kind of that yeah. situation. You could feel the batteries one, getting though. hot as you yes. played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what ga- do you guys like? Any games? Or do you guys remember any games you played on it? Ooh. Man, I remember the little uh, the, the game that. <laughs> And I, he gave me with it was like an uh, like you're like a dolphin or something. What was that? Echo, echo, echo. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, I don't remember liking that game so much, sure. but I do remember being so impressed that uh, it it was just a, a backlit screen. I remember yeah. just being like, it doesn't matter. Like, who cares if this dolphin game is terrible? I'm, I can see it. Yeah, um, I'm in the water. And then I, you know, I don't know. I had Sonic and stuff like that too. Yeah, but yeah, I think it was part of the deal that you got Sonic because I had I had that one too. I had Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, I feel like there was a Fantasy Star on there. Ooh, yeah, there was. Because I remember having an RPG, and I feel like I remember the name Star on the card. I didn't play it a whole lot. Mm-hmm. That's but I so think funny. It was Fantasy Star. How like yeah. this version of me is very excited. And at the time of Game Gear, I would have totally passed up on a Fantasy Star. Oh, yeah. Uh, at the time. Oh, yeah. that now, I'm like, oh, fuck, that sounds dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or like, uh, there's a couple of Shining Force games on it that are really good. And those are RTSs or whatever. Or not real-time <laughs> strategy. I guess they're just strategy games. But, like, uh, I would have hated that as a kid. Right. Because I didn't understand how that worked. I didn't understand right. how to move around and do stuff in that. But now I like love it. Right. Anyway, great stuff. A lot of Sonic games on that on that uh, console actually. Like there's like two Master System Sonic ports, and then there's Sonic Chaos and Sonic Triple Trouble, and they're mm-hmm. all and they're all great. They're all like really fantastic Sonic games. Anyway, I mean, use it if you got it right. Like. Sonic yeah. was their crutch for that. Well, yeah. it was a crutch for Sega at the time. That's all so. they had. That's all they yeah. had. I bet yeah. you can't name one other thing they had. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, fun, fun going through that library. Fun to discover. I also like people. And God bless you out there, uh, Semperfy, you translators out there who are doing the Lord's work of like translating Japanese games into English. There's there's like a Shin Megami Tensei game, a Mega Ten game on. No way. That came out to the Game Gear that was like uh, set in a fantasy world for the first time, <laughs> and it was like uh, never came to the U- U.S. But you can play it translated through a you know a ROM patch. So that's awesome. Yeah. So I, there's some cool stuff. Anyways, I've been doing that at night. You know, I'll be playing. You know, I, I play Starfield all day, <laughs> and then like I just like walk into my room and then 
play Game Gear and go to sleep. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a day! What a day! Get the, get the I, analog I tur- pocket. Yeah, I turned to my <laughs> wife and I'm just like, I'm exhausted. She's just like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Mikey Stevens. Anything else other than Starfield you've been checking out? Uh, luckily. I will say the brand new NBA 2K24 <gasps> just came out. Oh, uh, so he's it, on fire! Yeah, I, I what's, your, what's your consensus? Because uh, the internet I have seen Ooh. is not happy. Woof! Uh, it is tough. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no. I think it's. I always feel like it's too early. Um, it's too early to have like a complete opinion about the game. Um, they, I just think it's wild how large le- of leaps they seem to be making game to game now. Um, there kind of is like a general through line of like some sort of consistency where they're like, oh, th- last year this worked. And I feel like between last year, the year before, it's just been like, oh, this, we scratch all that. Whatever you like, oh, we're doing a whole new thing. So Do that, you feel like the games have actually been improving? Because I see them every time. I see the previews, and man, it just looks like the exact like not, they don't even really touch up the models that pe- much. In my opinion, and, peaks and valleys. I think there's like times where I'm like, oh, this was a huge stride, and then they just drop the ball in other areas where it's just like I don't understand what. Why didn't you learn from the last game, or why did you throw out this thing that? seemingly seems so fun um sounds like bethesda yeah we'll get to that yeah yeah (laughs) um but yeah that's been that is uh the only other thing i will say really competing for my time uh, yeah just because it's like new and shiny and uh i'll be playing it for the entire year but i i do want to hear a quick i want to get your quick two blurbs though on two games that i know that you've picked up i know you haven't played a lot of them but armored core I know you you did buy and played it for a little bit, right? Uh, we're talking ten minutes. Okay, just yeah. give us a quick. Give us your lo- <laughs> what is your log line of Armor Core Six from the ten minutes you played? Um, not I'm not ready. <laughs> I am not ready. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like it yeah, was yeah. like that's me I was like on every RPG I've ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those situations where I was like, oh, maybe I'll squeeze this in because you yeah. know Starfield was coming, all these things were coming, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll try to like get in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, a little armored core in, and just immediately was like, no, <laughs> this is gonna be. Oh. I'm gonna have to like train for this, hit some push-ups, yeah. eat a big meal. I hope you do uh, pick it up back up again, because I'd be so I, curious. It's easy. It's a lot easier than. Um, I, I think I will. I mean, p- just playing the yeah. introduct, like the intro mission or whatever. I was like, yeah. oh, I'm having a very good time. Oh um, man, I love it so much. And I, I just like, I love like Gundam and I love all that oh, shit so I yeah a big ro- big ass robot and I'm uh, in it and I'm in and I'm robot. in it yeah oh yeah okay so that's and, my uh, not the, ready that's I want to hear another that's the blur sea of stars is the other one you've picked up uh, another second. another one where I'm like oh gorgeous <laughs> uh, throwback mm-hmm. chrono trigger RPG yeah. looking thing gonna love this eventually yeah right uh, okay you know yeah um yeah, just bad timing. Bad timing. Or too great many games. games. Too many games. Or great timing, out, I guess. Yeah, yeah, too many good games. Okay, Adrian Holmes. Yes, sir. Anything other than Starfield you've been dabbling in? Sure have. Uh, the recent release of Bomb Rush Cyberfunk from oh. Team Reptile. Oh, that's like the Crap. kind of 
spiritual successor to Jet Set or yeah. right? Kinda? Yeah, it's basically uh, in in all but name, pretty much Jet Set Radio Three, and it is it is firing on all cylinders. Oh, They've dang. updated the gameplay. Um, I don't know how the the levels are expanded. They're much larger. The story is just as simple, but you know that's just to get you into the world and get you skating. That's really the the big thing. Uh, and the soundtrack is outstanding. Wow. That's one of the big yeah. things that people always remember about the Jet Set games. And this yeah. one, I can say, stands shoulder to shoulder with the rest of them. Wow. High praise, um, man. That's yeah. good to hear. Yeah, this game is very good. Uh, the other thing I have also been playing is uh, Sea of Stars. Ah, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah. I've also been playing this game, uh, or I was playing it before Starfield came out. Right. Yeah, so let's hear uh, What do you think? I think it's great. I think... There's there's been a lot of a lot of these kinds of games that are trying to evoke the same feeling that a Chrono Trigger or a Secret of Mana uh, try to give you, or um, you know it, it feels like it's a bunch of different elements taken from different games. But this one finally, I feel like, is one of the rare ones that makes all that its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, I'm having a blast with it. I lo- I love the combat. I love that it's a bunch of different combat styles mixed into one but it doesn't feel you know it doesn't feel crowded or confusing yeah um yeah it, it's a really good balancing act and i think it worked out well for them i think the writing in the game is particularly sweet like it's like mm-hmm. really good funny dialogue it's very meta it's sort of it's sort of like sending up to the genre a lot in you know i i yeah. just really like that it rewards people who've played a lot of those snes rpgs or whatever um, Did and I just love to play uh, Chained Echoes. I have that one. I have it also installed on my Xbox. And Chained Echoes did a pretty good job of that too. Yeah, that's I got what I hear. Deep into that. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. I recommend. It's I was gonna time. play that later this year because of because of Sea of Stars. I was like, I'm gonna knock these both out. I think I, I think I would dig that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Oh, uh, uh one last one. Sorry, yeah. uh, I started um. Uh, Star Ocean. Oh, how's that? It's actually pretty good. Uh, I'm playing it on PSP. I finally got there. The, it's a duology. It's um, two different titles, and I've been looking for them for a while. But it's a. Uh, Is it the first game you're playing? Yeah. Okay. First departure. Yeah. There's first departure and then second story. Right. Um, I started first. I'm not very far into it, but it's definitely a. Uh, I think it was originally a PS1 game and mm-hmm. they ported it up to PSP like they did with a lot of RPGs during yeah. that time. But I don't know. It's it's something charming about it. Kind of cozy feeling. Yeah. That that takes you back to those those days. So I'm digging it so far. Yeah, yeah. I had that on Switch. I was playing mm-hmm. the they, Switch. They did a, a uh, yeah. re, remaster yeah. of both of them. I think it was just a matter of like, oh, this is so intense. Like, or this is going to be a big game. I... Yeah, you know, and then something else kind of came in, and but yeah, I like I like I I think I really dig like we're talking about Fantasy Star a little bit. I just really dig like that where it's like the RPG mm-hmm. sci-fi like sort Xeno of Xeno Gears. Yeah, Xeno Gears is a great example, and I I mean we'll get into it with Starfield, but it's like you know that I love the blending of those two things because so often it's like every RPG is fantasy mm-hmm. for the most part. But I like weird universe. Yes. RPG is cool. Yeah. Awesome, dude. All right. Well, Garrett, you've been patient this whole time. 
patiently hearing everybody waiting. else hearing hearing everyone else's bullshit. Yeah. What if just, what I know you've been playing Armor Core. We I shouted you out in the episode last week. We wanted oh, to have okay, you on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so sad I couldn't but be you on. Able, oh. So tell me. Armored Core is uh <laughs> so it's so good. Uh before so it's it's been a tricky month for me. It's been a tricky month because it started off with Baldur's Gate 3, which was Ooh. is incredible. Ooh. Loving the crap out of Baldur's Gate 3. Um, and then Armored Core came. I'm like, dang it, what am I gonna do? Like, all right, I guess I'm jumping in. <laughs> yeah, and I've kind of put Baldur's up. Gate on hold, and now I'm like was deep in Armored Core. Uh, and then Starfield came out. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna go play more Armored Core. Um <laughs> that's I'm, I'm I'm loving it. I I mean, I I was up in Seattle, so that's why I couldn't be on the episode last week, but uh on the plane ride up there and back, I've been playing on my Steam Deck, and it runs oh, so good on the Steam Deck. No. Looks looks great, plays great. Um, so that, I, I, it's it's weird. I've I don't think I've played it on my PC at all. Like since I've purchased it, I've just been doing it portable, Whoa. and it's such a good feeling game on the Steam Deck. Like I don't know, like if yeah, if if you do you have a Steam Deck or have you used I one wish, at all or okay, no. man, yeah, it's I, I wasn't sure when it first came out. I was like, man, should I get this on? my ps5 or do i go for pc and just hope and dream that it works on steam deck and then uh a couple weeks before it came out they started putting out like there was like an interview or something like that where they mentioned like well you know we they did everything they could to optimize elden ring and it's using the same engine and like their goal their hope is that it does work on steam deck and then yeah like the day before it came out it finally went like platinum or whatever on you know for steam deck steam deck verified i'm like heck yeah yeah <laughs> so i've been loving it you know it's uh the gameplay is super fast-paced action uh yeah. giant mechs blowing yeah. stuff up like i don't know i i can't complain uh my experience with it previously with armored core was basically back in the day uh the first one mm-hmm. um it was on like a pizza hut demo disc and i would play that uh-huh. demo disc like over and over and over and over again and then eventually, I think my dad was like, "Oh yeah, 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 okay, we can we can rent this. We can finally, you know, we can play the actual game." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I don't think I ever beat it because you know I was a dumb you got kid. Got sick who, of you playing the exact same level, <laughs> the same level. He's like, he's like, like, like I want to see more. I want to see some new shit. I mean, yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I never beat it because I was a dumb kid who was bad at video games. I'm still bad at video games. So it's sure, sure. <laughs> that that I I say that though because even though I'm bad at video games, like. This game is significantly easier than than Elden Ring, than Dark Souls, than Bloodborne. Like yeah. it's difficult, which I love. There is a challenge. Like you have to be smart about the way you're going against bosses and whatnot. Um, what what equipment you're using on your mech, but otherwise, like I don't know. It's yeah. Uh, you can always if you can't outsmart the opponent, you can always just outsmash them. You know, <laughs> right? So which which I appreciate because it gives you a, a, basically a difficulty a way to change the difficulty without a difficulty switch because you can't just set it on easy you know yeah um but i'm loving it, it. I it's can't like elden stop. ring like that where you can like respec and you just go back yeah. into an encounter load right back in with a whole new mech like respect to the yeah. to like to mid mission that's what i love too is like yeah. mid mission you die and it's like restart from blast checkpoint or hey you can just change your mech right here right in the middle of a mission if you want to change it for like there's this final mm-hmm. boss i'm like oh yeah i got just the weapon for this guy switch it out boom boom yeah. good to go yeah. so so yeah. like user friendly compared to other from software games like just more accessible i, I guess i should say more yeah. accessible as far as like mm-hmm. the difficulty uh, they really work with you there yeah. so and there's um, things you can avoid too like you don't have to really do the arena combats if you don't want right. to if those are giving you a challenge but 
that's that to me is my favorite part of the game. I've been loving it. Every time they unlock, I'm like, oh, yep, I'm in yes, there. Yes, I do <laughs> them all right away. Arena combats uh, are one on one mech v mech. And but it's, it's like, not it's, it's not the online fights. mode. It's right. like against like against the computer. But right. yeah, they progressively yeah. get harder, and you can rank up. And yeah, oh, man, there's so and much it, and it really shows you like how deep the game can get with like. Because it, it basically it's just it's just a, like a, a a bunch of different mechs they're showing you of like you can make this guy you can make this guy and then you go fight them and you're and then I think you get their schematics when so you, you can, beat them yeah. yeah you can go and choose their schematic and then boom okay I I really want to fight as him then <laughs> yeah. you just hit one button it does it for you it's great so yeah right yeah. yeah such a generous game too with like buying parts like you can just sell your parts back for as much as you paid. Yeah, and so yeah, you never you, you never have to keep inventory. You can just sell everything, make your mech, yeah, make it through the store. You know, it's like anyway. Ugh, great. Yeah, it's great. I I am all in, and honestly, like it's been. We'll talk about it later, but it's been hard to continue playing Starfield when I have Armored Core Six. Like I'm yeah. loving it that much. Like for yeah. me, like I mean, I I have yeah, I have issues with with Starfield a little bit, which we'll get into. So, um, yeah, to try to like. All right, I guess I gotta like, let's. I, I gotta play this game. I gotta talk about it on a podcast with yeah, 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 yeah. Freaking Jeremy, well, good. I'm make, glad he's I making made me you. play this I'm glad game. I made no. you play. <laughs> uh, okay, let's um. the news a little bit. Um, we have some uh new video game releases, of course. Baldur's Gate Three did come out to PS Five, so uh, it was already available. You can play it now on PS Five. Rune Factory Three, huh? Anyone here a Rune Factory fan? Who's I have hey, who's clocking in at the factory? <laughs> the Rune Factory. I have it downloaded. I just haven't yet to try it. Oh, really? Are you a fan have, of the series? Well, I have. I had one on 3DS. Um, I was the one where you like lose your memory or something like that. And it seems like um, I don't know. I just feel like it. I already have Harvest Moon to to fill that gap, and it's like, eh, right. this seems like it's trying to do that too. I don't know. I don't know yeah. too much about it. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis came out to iOS and Android. I downloaded it, and then I went to play it on the plane, and you need internet, so I could not play oh, it on the plane. So I played Armored Core Six. <laughs> that's the opposite I, of what they should have done. Right. <laughs> I played. I played the opening battle. Uh, with Cloud and Sephiroth, I think it was. Um, let me tell you, those are some impressive models oh, that they have. Yeah. Uh, in that game, like I could not believe, and I because I thought it was a cutscene at first, and then they said, "Oh no, press a button." I said, "No way." Yeah. Like if if you know if they wanted to, if they wanted to do a little work, they may be able to get you know seven remake onto mobile. Whoa. That's crazy. That's yeah. Wild. <laughs> Man, the future is. Crazy. Yeah. Uh and of course the game I think we were all sort of waiting in anticipation for. King's Bounty 2. King's Bounty. Oh yes. Can you can you just give me a little on what that is? Of course I can. And I mean of I mean you're asking for the the audience, of course. Yes, of course. Because you definitely know, but yeah, it's definitely a uh, one player game. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, role playing. Oh, okay. okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. It's on everything. I've it's heard just enough. on everything. I've heard enough. Yeah, day, and it's rated teen. Okay, it's got a little edge to it. Yeah, it's got a little. They're saying damn and shit. 
but not Whoa. but not fuck. Well, you get one with every teen rating, don't you? You get one. You get one. I think the king might say it at one point. Yeah, I, I played it. I played it, and he burns it right in the intro video. You know, he's just, yeah. he just turns dead eyes the camera. He's like, "Yeah, fuck." He just, yeah, he just he hits his toe walking into his throne room and he turns says, and looks to the camera. Yeah, slowly. Anyway, that's all the new releases. Hey, what do you guys think about Mortal Kombat? I think it's yeah. gonna rule. Do you guys Hell like yeah. uh, Scorpion? And Heck uh, yeah. Sub Zero. They, right. They've this been on a roll. This new one looks good. This new one looks good. Yeah. How looks do you guys feel good. about Megan Fox? Eh? Sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, she's, nice she's, looking gal. She's voicing uh, uh, Natara. Oh, well, in that okay. case, I'm playing Mortal Kombat, I guess. Vampire. <laughs> 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 yeah. Hey, uh, call me when they get. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly in there, am I right? Mm, no, call me when they get Chris Pratt in there. there okay, <laughs> all right. Chris as Pratt, Mario. Chris as Pratt Mario. as Mario in Mortal <laughs> Mario Combat. There's an idea. Uh, I like that. Mario this, Combat? Mario Combat's pretty good. Oh, Smash Brothers? Smash Brothers. No, no. <laughs> Mario Combat, it's different. <laughs> it is. There's fatalities in it. Yeah, yeah. Um... Just shoving Yoshi's egg up his butt and blowing his <laughs> oh, head off. See, <laughs> see this is a good idea. <laughs> this is a, Somebody yeah. call that Boone. Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1 comes out in next week? The week after. Mm. Oh, I guess next week as of this episode's release. So, mm-hmm. which is. Are you guys going to get this? In time. I'm not going to get it right now. I still yeah. have to get uh, Street Fighter. Too, I might wait for a sale many, from Mortal Kombat. Too many. One. Too many games. I know. Can't play it's them all. So great. Uh, I know. Yeah. Too. I like too the many, idea of fighting many. games, but then I play it, and I'm very bad at them. So probably yeah. not. But I don't know. This game looks sick. Like they're just rebooting everything. All the characters look great. The models look yeah. great. The combat, like finishers, like I'm like, all right, this looks like a blast to play. But yeah. boy, am I bad at video games, or especially <laughs> fighting games. So it's like this. Is, I don't know how fun it'll actually be for me. And. Yeah, like like right. we already said, there's too many good games out right now. So a lot of good games, a lot, a lot of, of great, a lot of great games. Yeah, would be uh, uh, yeah, would be would be tough to to squeeze this one in, especially if you're on a roll with one of these other games. I think because some of these games, like to Garrett, your point, like they're hard to like kind of put down and then come back to. Like an Armor Core, like I did fully put that down, even though I was loving it, and now I'm like. Okay, I'm gonna have to relearn it. Relearn all that muscle memory. Yeah, yeah, because you're you're pushing every button on the controller when you're, you're using all ten fingers at the same time yeah, yeah. when you're playing Armored yeah. Core. Especially on the Steam Deck, it got the back button, so I have like I'm like going wild on that thing. It's like I'm yeah. playing piano there. Remember uh, Gargoyles? Yeah, yeah for yes. uh, Super the TV Nintendo. Show? Yeah, the TV show. Yeah, they're 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 uh, they're bringing this that SNES game, remastering Ooh. it in. In, yeah, I just don't like the way it looks. I like the I, I I hope they have the pixel art option. I like the different filters, like CRT filter or something like that. Yeah. Oh, you what, can, are they redrawing it, it? You can instantly toggle between the new look and the classic sixteen. Oh, bit. okay, good. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, because the new look is just like that flash flash kind of animation. Oh uh, no, thanks. Doesn't look good. But uh, I like gargoyles. Gargoyles is cool. Um. Let's see here. 
Okay, so uh, this is sort of a a thing for later, but or not really for later. But like, I've been thinking a lot about Cyberpunk playing Starfield because mm-hmm. st- Cyberpunk and Starfield. I didn't realize when I was playing through Cyberpunk the six hours or eight hours I played of it that it's that's what they were doing with Cyberpunk. They were making a Bethesda RPG, right? Do you guys? But uh, I think they should yeah. have tried to do that. Yes, but don't you think I, it's like it's like when you talk to an NPC that's like suddenly the camera cuts and it's like them staring at you and like yeah yeah picking up no. all the shit in the world. I get kind of. I don't know. It's, it's all about bit. like it's all about numbers and like crits and stuff and like. <laughs> do you I mean, I, is it, do you consider it a Western th- RPG? Like I think you're cyberpunk? I think you're playing cyberpunk wrong. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean it's definitely a Western yeah. RPG. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's like a skill tree and blah blah blah. Yeah, guns. in in that vein, it, it's it's an RPG. I just I don't know if it's. I don't know I, if they were trying to set out to make a Bethesda game. Yeah, yeah. I or guess, a Bethesda kind of game. Right. Huh. My my knee-jerk reaction to you saying that is they should have tried to do that. Mm. Might have been have, better for them. Have you played Cyberpunk recently, though? Like in the last six months to a year? <sighs> don't no. do this to me. Don't it's guys. a lot. Because here, here's the thing. Hear me out. Hear me out. Me. I bought it at launch, and I did not. Like I, we gave this game a lot of hate on our show. You did not like this. We're like, this I is trash. It's garbage. It's broke. It was broken. You couldn't play it. Mm-hmm. I picked it up. Like, what was that, Adrian? Like three, four months ago. Because I was uh-huh. like, I'm, I got to finish it before the DLC comes out this fall. And I like fell down a hole where I'm like, this game is so good now. Like they fixed it so much. Like it plays fantastically. Yeah. Uh, the story is actually really good. I, it's much much better as far as like. Uh, it's yeah, not as bust as it was at launch, and then it's like now that it's more playable, you can actually pick up on what's going on with the story and everything. But I've, the thing is, I've held off now because they're adding all the big updates. I didn't realize they were updating the base game when the DLC came out, yeah. and so now it's like, well, now I feel like I need to wait. But Cyberpunk's good; like it was bad, but they really turned it around. I don't know how they did it, but I think, it's it's really great. I think the reasons I fell off of Cyberpunk were, uh, like the illusion of autonomy they were trying to give me with stuff like, oh, are you a street kid? And then it not mattering. You know what I mean? Like you go yeah, to the world yeah. and it was just like... That I agree with. There was um, no... It was like a linear thing and it was just three different ways to go to the same single path. Right. That's yeah. what I didn't like about c- cyberpunk that when... Well, we'll talk... We'll get it's to not, it. It you guys wasn't true clearly like have, playing Right. Well, yeah, you guys. Well, you guys. Sounds like yeah. you have issues with uh, Starfield, but for me, Star or Starfield and like Skyrim, that it was kind of like if you wanted to do it this way, you could. If you wanted to do it that way, you could, uh, and you kind of get a different experience. Yeah. I didn't. I never felt that way in Cyberpunk. I always felt like oh, I'm doing this. I can fight differently, right. or I can, yeah. you know, interact differently, but it didn't. Story wise, actually it's wasn't gonna, a different person yeah. in the universe, which always felt I don't know. That's why I personally fell off. Yeah, I but. bring up Cyberpunk because at the end of the month, Phantom Liberty DLC is coming out, and that's going to change the base game aye, aye, aye. completely. So it's going to change like how the game 
works in terms right. of its upgrade paths and skill progressions. And it's going to, I think it's going to rewrite a lot of the language that's going on in that game. Mm-hmm. I liked what I liked about cyberpunk is something that I have found that I think is like slightly missing in Starfield, which is I just really liked night city. I really liked exploring oh. that town. And mm-hmm. I think that I'd be interested to try a cyberpunk 2077 huge massive upgrade uh that fixed a lot of the problems before mm-hmm. for example if they let you circumvent all the cop missions that they want you to do <laughs> and not have to do that that would be really great like you know i think it's like this idea of like if i want to be a corpo i can if i want to be a pirate i can you know or whatever uh yeah so uh, yeah, because the, the two games with Starfield I've been thinking about the most are Cyberpunk and Baldur's Gate, because Baldur's Gate also just came out, and you know I'm talking with you, Mikey, and Jacques about Baldur's Gate, and just yeah, all Baldur's of... Gate can do no wrong. That yeah, game is like, <laughs> that's a perfect amazing. game. Yeah, uh, that's true RP. That's true role playing. That yeah. that is true. You can do whatever you want, that, and it matters. Yeah, too. it really matters. Um, it changes yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Todd Howard did an interview, and I think mean, this is probably the last thing we'll bring up in the news. But um, I, I don't know. I read this interview it was for the Washington Post, and it was like a. Uh, I feel like I kind of. It it I don't know. It, it illuminated a few things about this game for me that was I think like I had maybe questions about a big thing with this game. It sounds like from his point of view was like the technology. Like they like like them trying so hard to get the technology up to where it needed to be to make this game happen the way that he had his vision for it to happen, mm-hmm. you know. And it sounds like they really struggled. Like they really struggled. Like it was in between console life. It shows. And, and then like mm-hmm. the pandemic hit, and they just were like they just had this uh, this like steadfast like no that needs to be a thousand worlds and like blah 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 whatever. Uh, the interviewer literally asked him, like, yeah, I was hoping when you get to Earth and you, if you, you know, you go to Washington, it's like the Fallout 3, like, wasteland. <laughs> and it, Todd Howard was like, ha, yeah, we talked about it, but we couldn't get it in there. And it was like, you got, you got but this, you like, sense of sadness. like 999 other planets, but you can't. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it just feels like a weird thing where, like, I, I do, I respect the ambition. Like, I respect having this vision yeah. for it. And, whether it works or not, we'll get into in the main event. But I do think, like, I do like that. I do like when someone's like, it didn't, it, you can kind of tell from the way he talks in this interview that he's not just like a, a shill, like a money guy. Like, that there really is, like, he really he, cares about this and the product you know. itself. Yeah. And yeah. And like, it's art to him. You know, it's like, it's right. his, it's his opus or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyways, that's the news. Go out and read that Washington Post article. Maybe it'll, I don't know, as a companion piece to the Starfield. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we are going to talk all about our first impressions of Starfield. Stay tuned for that. Anyone need to take a big caca? Uh...
good, good. I think I can the issue it. with Todd is that he pitches the game in the way that he envisions the game and not what the game is, if that sure. makes sense. Sure. Oh, yeah. Like, he wants it to be this big, bombastic, world-changing thing, and that's how he sees it, but that's just not... I mean, we'll, we'll get into it, but... Adrian, I have a surprise for you. Yeah. We're already into it. We've already come <laughs> back from the break. That's, how, that's going in the episode. That's going in Wait, the part the about episode. the caca, too? Yes. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> I will say big caca. I, I, you'll hear me say big caca. <laughs> Folks, we're back. Uh, we were so we're so excited to talk about blasting off into outer space with Starfield that we couldn't even have a break. We couldn't even take a little break. We couldn't even check in with the families. We had to we had to talk about it right away. They're fine. And I'm and I'm with you. I'm with you, Adrian. It's time to talk Starfield. Uh, let's uh, let's go around. I want to hear everyone's history with Bethesda really quick. I'll tell you. I'll start zero. I have. I have started New Vegas, and I was playing it on PS Now, mm-hmm. and so and it couldn't run at the time. It just was yeah. like the technology, the streaming technology wasn't there, and I was getting killed by everything. And uh, I then played a game called Outer Worlds. I actually, re- I actually had forgotten I played that, and then like through texting you, Mikey, I was like, I had remembered. I was like, oh yeah, I have played a game like this before, like vaguely similar vaguely kind of actually more similar in it's very similar to this well, game obsidian made you're new in space vegas. yeah right. yeah right but i mean like outer worlds and starfield are very similar yes to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um but yeah so i so i i had had experience with it before but i'd never played skyrim or anything like that so basically zero garrett what about you uh my first was fallout 3 and i played it to death love that game new vegas came out that came became my new number one. Uh, I, I've always been a Fallout guy. I've tinkered and played a little bit in some of the Elder Scrolls, but they just never clicked with me. I just wasn't it was more the setting, like the fantasy aspect of us. It's kind of like, ah, eh, this is fine, whatever. Um, I know some people. I, everyone I talk to is like, uh, if it if it comes up about like me not liking Skyrim, they're just like, what? That's the best game of all time. I'm like, I'm sorry, yeah. I just like didn't click for me. Like, I, I'm sure it's a great game because if it's a similar. It, Every Bethesda game is basically the same with a different skin. If, mm-hmm. if that's the case, it's a fantastic game because Fallout and Fallout New Vegas, they were all great games. It just never never clicked. But yeah, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, and Fallout 4 I played. Mm-hmm. And I tried Fallout 76, is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was before they did the big single-player patch to add more single-player content. And I was like, this is boring because I don't have friends just who play empty, this. Empty <laughs> just world. Yeah. Empty, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, oh. And I always want to go back and try it, but never, never have. Uh, Adrian, history with Bethesda games. Uh, started with Oblivion. Uh, my uncle got Oblivion um, and played that. Moved on to uh, Fallout 3. Uh, I've also played Skyrim. I've played New Vegas. I've played Fallout 4. Yeah. Uh, so I've been around the block a couple times with the old Bethesda creation engine. Okay, so yeah, you so. Very, very well aware. Anybody, mm-hmm. uh, Mikey, what's your history? You literally played? identical. Started with oh. Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, up, yep. up, literally. What literally what you just yeah. described. It's <laughs> that's for me as well. Same. Yeah. Ditto. This is not. I don't want to go. This don't want to go too much of a tangent here. But I really want. I I bought them on Steam. I really want to check out the 
before Fallout Three, before Oblivion, but Beth- like Fallout One and Two, Bethesda. Right. I've heard those are like great. the top the down RTS. Yeah, like yeah the, the top isometric kind of. Yeah. They are those very are cool. different. Um, yeah, they're not Bethesda, of course. Of co- I can't yeah. remember who the original studio original is. Original Fallout's. Yeah, they're they're they sound like they'd be up my alley, and I mm-hmm. missed them obviously as a kid. But anyway, um. Okay, so my experience with Bethesda is like zero. So I, I'm just going to preface everything in this episode by saying I think I have a thousand percent more patience with this game because of that. Right. I, I'm not sick of this engine. I'm not sick of th- these mechanics. Uh, they're all kind of new to me. I liked Outer Worlds uh, <laughs> a lot. Um, I do think this game feels... Very similar to Outer Worlds, actually. Like, in the whole thing of, like, you have to get back to your spaceship. You live in your spaceship, kind of. It's like you're collecting these people from all these different planets. Obviously, there's more to this game than there was in Outer Worlds. But, uh, yeah, I don't think, like, had I played Skyrim, I think I might be a little colder on this game, it sounds like. Because people are basically like, this is the same thing. This is the same thing every time. Um, but yeah, it's kind of new to me. But um, yeah. Well, how do you how do you how do you feel about it overall with what you've played? Well, because I think yeah. the consensus that uh, I I can't really. I mean, I feel like we have similar viewpoints. I can't speak one for one for Garrett, mm-hmm. but he and I, um, because we have that history, um, it 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 feels like we've played that game before. And right. I think that's the the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but for you, this is your first, like you said, this is your first encounter with it. So I'm interested to see what right. an outsider to this thinks of it. So, yeah, I think that my, I, I'm still too early to give my full, this is just a first impression. This is not, because mm-hmm. I, I, I want to see where this story is going. I want to see where the different, side missions will take me mm-hmm. um i haven't i no, none of them have knocked my socks off yet none of the missions have necessarily knocked my socks off but it feels like we're getting somewhere at the point where i'm at now where i feel mm-hmm. like i'm running into more interesting folks i'm run i'm 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 getting little deep world details that i'm like liking and i'm thinking okay i'm, I'm interested and I'm I'm kind of I'll say this I'm kind of hooked I kind of want to play it right after this like I'm 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 a little hooked <laughs> hooked on the game so that's a good sign right yeah uh, I am in I am enjoying role playing in this world as my guy uh, to the point where like I'm not as upset about the like lack of mini map <laughs> as maybe <laughs> other people are it sucks don't get me wrong that shit sucks i can't believe it shipped this way like i am getting lost constantly and i am on my phone googling shit like crazy like i don't i don't know where anything is or where i where to sell anything or whatever <laughs> but i but because there's no mini map i do walk around in first person like looking at buildings and signs so it does make me feel a little bit more like i'm actually role playing in this world even though if I wasn't a space world, I would have a mini map called a phone, Thank <laughs> like a you. GPS. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what that's about. But um, 
But yeah, and I will say this too, like I've really enjoyed the combat encounters. Yes. Like I I think the shooting in this game feels a little bit better to me than Outer Worlds did and mm-hmm. like you know, the weapons I've gotten and everything, it just that that whole thing kind of feels pretty good. Um and then there are things about it that really bum me out, like no mini map in your inventory. Your nightmare inventory. It's so... It's so weird that I can't just send stuff to my ship. Why can't I just send offload things to my ship? When such a large portion of the game is inventory management and it's such a poor system that they have. I'm like, what are they doing? Like, that should be like numero uno. Let's figure this out. All right. Yeah. I can't... uh, and And I will say this. At this point in the game, and I'm about 10 to 12 hours in, I'm like, like, I'm in this game. I still don't have a good loop for like, I get stuff. <coughs> where do I put it? Like I, I, I give it to a guy and then I like you don't. You I get over encumbered. <laughs> I forget the guy where he is and then I forget who I gave what to and what I'm trying to sell and what I'm trying to keep and so, yeah, that's my that that I will say that's like a pretty good first impression for me in terms of like, uh, but uh, yeah, but so I really want to hear from Mikey because Mikey, you bought an Xbox for this game. Yes, Ooh. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and I remember talking to you on the lead up. You were like, Jeremy, I'm going to like this game no matter what happens in this game because, <laughs> because I bought I an Xbox to. for it. <laughs> I have to. Oh, wait. So I'm this is, obligated. This is a yeah. skewed, <laughs> skewed yeah. kind of review here. Is that going? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, so t- tell me, what what do you think? Well, there's nothing wrong with it, and it's a perfect <laughs> game, and it's pretty great. <laughs> all right, all right. It, and I love it. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) um, (laughs) I think, uh, okay. A few, a few things. Let's start at the, let's start at the top in, uh, people being like, oh, this is Skyrim again or whatever. I'm fine with that. Actually. Um, I actually personally still don't feel like, uh, any game has done, uh, like, like freedom in an open world like Skyrim delivered since uh no nobody there's been attempts cyberpunk included where I got really excited about cyberpunk and the promise of that and I was like oh man you can it's gonna be like you know be based on the fact that Skyrim existed I was like oh they're gonna take a page out of these games that all knocked out of the park and they're just gonna build on that um so I'm so to to that point I'm totally fine playing a a drag and drop Skyrim in space that is mm-hmm. a okay for me I yeah, uh, do great. not do not care um, the the uh, inventory management awful <laughs> uh, <laughs> there I will say there are some interesting. Uh, quality of life stuff that I think uh, they do do well, but they are in direct competition with the inventory management. If you are over encumbered, you can't fast travel. I think the fast traveling in the game is where I'm like bopping around to places real fast mm-hmm. um, to where I don't. Uh, it's interesting that you guys bring up the mini map because i haven't once felt like i've needed one actually not oh, not even once give me I, a break. I that is i'm give not even me kidding a break. i'm not even kidding until hearing you guys say that um it's not 
I think I think I'm instinctively like looked for one a few times. You know what I mean? Like any video game player would. Mm-hmm. Um, but being able to go to the mission and just hit like it's X on Xbox and it's like plots a course for me yeah. is like the same thing to me to me. It's not exactly a mini map where I follow it, but it's like, oh, we'll just take you there. And I'm like, oh, great. Okay, yeah. so I'm here now. Um, well, what about when you're trying to find a specific place that's not on a mission path? Uh, like, explain like, that to me. Okay, so like, for example, I went to New Atlantis. I went mm-hmm. to the bar at New Atlantis. There's all yeah. these crew that I can hire. Yes. I leave New Atlantis. I come back to New Atlantis. No idea where that there? bar okay. was. And I have to Google where the bar was. That's very yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, haven't had an issue with that. It's. Uh, I feel like that's kind the, of a bad example because it's right outside the spaceport. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna. Yeah. I was where gonna explain it to you. Yeah. <laughs> just, but just but John, this shit, and then <laughs> you take the first left. It was the quickest uh, example I could come up with. But yeah, do you yeah, get yeah. what I'm saying? No, it's I got not, you. It's a thing you're trying to revisit. I do hear what you're saying. I think. I think. Uh. <laughs> with that being the worst example you could have given <laughs> i could see i could see that being really challenging when you when you do go to your whatever 99th planet and you're like oh i want to go there and to this yeah. cave i went to or whatever the fuck that's where i'm like all right this is going to get weird mm-hmm. but i'm also um i don't know i'm curious i was opening it up like what's everybody's level where is everybody how because to me the further i've gotten into the game the Mm -hmm. easier all this stuff has become Mm. like navigation in which way navigating and stuff yeah like everything definitely i'm I'm personally getting faster yeah Yeah, i like yeah uh it's becoming less of an a burden to figure like a great Stockholm syndrome a great no i don't think (laughs) it's great it's a perfect game i bought an xbox for it it's good I'll, i'll give an example of this the 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 ship like like piloting the ship was a disaster right away and now i actually love it i actually love mm-hmm. like i have to decrease my engine and up and increase my it feels like i'm piloting like a a like a mech or something like it, it yeah. feels it feels whoa, whoa, like whoa, whoa, a, whoa, whoa. it's no armored core it's <laughs> no armored core but it does feel like uh i want to i want to shout funky. out uh ftl for the yeah. for that mm. yeah that there is some ftl vibes when you're powering up this system and that system and yeah um, i still don't know if i love the dog fights in the game like dude, i dude i that you like that's i'm i'm saying they're uh it, to your point like i am at first hated it mm-hmm. the further i get into the game mm-hmm. i'll say i got a really dope ship also oh, like yeah. i found a like oh, a sick fucking yeah. ship and i'm and i'm like oh this is Oh baby, like this changed yeah. everything. Like I'm, mm. I am, man- I am able to maneuver quick and like get really? behind people and like. Has anybody wow. experienced in this type of shit? What kind of tie fighter are you flying? <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what it what <laughs> it is, it is if you're curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have yeah. them? Did you get the mantis? No, I only have the frontier. I haven't. I haven't bought a new ship yet. I'm at level I, ten. I'll just say I'm at le- the level ma- ten. The mantis was well. I, I feel like I'm gonna spoil shit. I don't know if Go you ahead. guys. Well, I, I'm just like I'm on like Kotaku right now, and there's a whole article that's just like 
says Starfield's legendary mantis ship is well worth the trouble. So it, it this must be a famous ship in the game. I f- totally stumbled upon this shit. Uh, I, I think I got it when I was level eight and I went to a planet that was like, everyone was level 30. And I slogged through, I'm talking about, I was counting my bullets, oh. ch- like slowly chipping away at people. <laughs> Quick um, saving. Yeah, straight up. Um, oh man, because I was just like I was like in too deep though. Like I had I had like gone into this place. I should have just gone like gotten out of there and been like. Um, also, I'm my build is like a sneaky dude, so I'm able to kind of like hide and like get away and shoot yeah. people from afar and stuff. So I- anyway, uh, I didn't buy it. I, it was like a whole mission. I got yeah. something. I can't remember what it was. It was like a some sort of item in my inventory and it had like a recording on it and it was like took me to this planet anyway i got a really good spacesuit out of it and the mantis and i'm i'm loving it that's cool yeah it changed every it changed space combat specifically for me i'll say that yeah that sounds awesome yeah i do feel like um I mean, I, that's the thing. I've seen a few articles. Like I think was it GameSpot or IGN? Someone put out an article. It's like, uh, I uh, like Starfield doesn't really get going until like twelve hours in. I'm like, well, and I'm I'm at about probably between eight or ten somewhere around there. Um, and I, I don't remember what level I'm at, but yeah, I feel like at this point, yeah, it is like such a like a grind <laughs> to get going, get the ball rolling. And I just keep waiting and waiting. Okay. When's that time when it's going to get good? Like all these, yeah. all these people say, Oh, put it, you know, 10, 12 hours and it'll be good. I'm like, when is this? Like, when am I going to hit that? Cause um, again, this game is not bad by any means. I don't think this is a bad game. I want to be very clear. Like it's a good game, mm-hmm. but it's so far not gotten its hooks in me. And also is again like we like like Adrian says like it's it's the same game like in a lot of ways there's there's differences but yeah and in a lot of ways it's it's easy to be like oh okay this is a Fallout thing this is a whatever this that other thing and so yeah I I think that's maybe my biggest gripe is that it takes so long because that's what you're saying like oh yeah you you finally like systems are kicking in you're getting comfortable with things and you're you're upgrading that's the thing it's like once you start getting the upgraded crap. It's like wow, why why does why why is it taking twelve plus hours to get to that point? Like that's a big commitment. A, that's a that's it did some take games. Some time, for yeah, sure. it's like some yeah. games. Like I could be done with a game in twelve hours, or I could be like mm-hmm. you know you know the fact that this game doesn't True. get going until twelve hours in is kind of wild to and me. And that's and that's <laughs> and it's also like misleading too, like because it because there is this element of choice and this element of go you can kind of do things out of order it might take actually 15 hours to kick in or it could kick in a little earlier like i think it kicked in and at least elements of it got a little better for me earlier than 12 hours for sure like i liked it kind of right away and i kind of liked parts of it kind of right away and i also got some cool stuff right away but one thing that really doesn't help with making this game kind of feel like a slog is the characters the characters you meet right away i'm like you guys suck you're all <laughs> so bland and so boring. boring there is a there is a so you know how in the beginning when you're choosing your character you have three attributes that you can assign and it's like mm-hmm. a, they're all trade-offs it's always like you more health but in space you're wanted <laughs> all the time uh there's one called a uh, i think it's called um like 
great biggest you also, fan. Or you also something. don't have to <laughs> yeah. take any. Oh, of them. You don't the adoring to, fan. The adoring fan. Yeah, you don't have to take yeah. these. But I chose adoring fan because I read what I read what each of them do, mm. and adoring fan just seemed kind of silly and fun. Where like <laughs> a, a random guy meets you and he's like, "I love you. I'm coming with you on your mission," and and he's just there <laughs> on your so mission funny. with you. And like, here's the thing about adoring fan. They wrote him specifically to be annoying. They wanted yeah. him to be pes- peskering you and stuff. And he's always been like that. Yeah. He, I guess he's a Bethesda thing or whatever. I love him. He's not annoying <laughs> to me at all because he brings color to this world. Like he's the only one who's even like doing voice acting so like, funny. With, with like any kind of inflection. Like, like all these other characters for the most part are just like, they remind me of Horizon. Do you guys ever play Horizon Forbidden West? Yeah. Do you know how all the NPCs in that are just like so fucking boring and dull and like, oh, uh, like. But here's here's the rub with that for me though is the NPCs didn't they didn't hit in Horizon, but Gorilla took the time to at least make them look interesting. You know what I mean? To where. When I'm talking to you, I'm just not doing this the entire time. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Like they'll they'll yeah. use different angles, or they'll make them wave their hands, or you know, kind of yeah. look around, or or just something what they're like that. wearing. Like like it it feels like a lot of your main cast, like they they look more bland or more NPC like than some people you meet out in the world or some enemies you fight out in the world. I'm like, why does Sarah or uh, Barrett, Barrett or uh, Sam. Sam. Sam has a cowboy hat, at least. And I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> I can remember you. I know hat. We, yeah, you're the hat guy. Everyone else, no idea. And I'm like, like, I met one guy in a bar who was in an all black, yeah, like bounty hunter. The hunter. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, awesome. I am, I am single hand. I'll tell you, I'm on a mission to find that dude. Yeah. I have nobody on my ship. I'm like, I'm not taking anybody on until I find that motherfucker again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. That's the he best cool. character I've seen so far. Yeah, right. He looks cool. And and I think that I just wonder what why the design why they didn't why they chose to make all of their main cast like their design choices were just so kind of bland. Like mm. you know what I mean? Like that they made a really cool looking world that's very grounded and stuff, but like I wanna go into a saloon and see a fucked up looking guy who's like a <laughs> Got a weird, you know, he's got an eye patch or something, <laughs> you know. Well, I thought it w- wasn't it. I, I mean, they want to present this future. It seems like is this big, like, or at least New Atlantis is like this big, sterile, uh, kind of not a whole lot of color going on. Yeah. Not a whole lot of, you know, personality, I should say. So it would make sense that the fashion taste there or that, you know, the people would all be boring. Right. Yeah. You guys but are then, you guys are going into like the underbelly of these cities and stuff, right? Like to the slums. Yeah. The well. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, well. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I like the well. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's cool too. And like you do meet some more colorful characters when you're going into like places where there's crime. Like I think anyone who's trying, who's invested in crime, that's, is like kind of cool. Go. And then yeah. everyone who's invested in the law is like the worst. person You guys are investing met. in crime, right? That's how you guys are playing this, right? <laughs> I, I, I feel like I haven't actually. Like I joined two factions kind of on accident, and they were both like lawful factions. And I was like, is everything ah, in this bro. game just like a version of a cop? 
<laughs> like, nope. like is the like the Free Stars? Are they? Uh, they're cops, right? Uh, well, Free Star really is the other government, right? There's the UC and then the Free or my. I thought Free Stars were more like a rebel group, kind of like a rebel. Right, they, but they, they they're, they're recognized as pseudo terrorist group. Yeah, they kind of presented like, that way. I feel like the Rangers are kind of cops, and right. then yeah. like the. Uh, I kind of feel like the UC is. Yeah, there's like, a Vanguard, which is the UC's thing. And then the yeah. Free Star was the. They were enemies, but then after they signed the truce, now it's like, all right, we're cool, but we're just separate. Thing. Kind of yeah. like two, two different countries. Two different countries. And then, and then the third one, the third one's like the terrorist group that's like, that starts with a V. I don't even know how to pronounce it. And they're the ones that are like, oh, yeah, the v- super Vakun secretive. Or whatever. Yeah. Vakun. Oh, are they, are they the snake people who like worship the I think snake? think so. Yeah, some snake guys. <laughs> yeah, they're the snake people. <laughs> yeah, I like the snake people. I kind of like wanted the... to like link up with the snake people or link up with like a pirate. The pi- Who's the pirates? They're like the red. The Crimson Raiders. Crimson, Crimson Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you, you can. You can. Totally. Yeah, you know? I just didn't yeah. know how, and it didn't present clear right away, and so I couldn't figure it out. That's why I keep Barrett around, because he's buddy-buddy with him. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And I haven't done that mission yet where you go get oh. Barrett again. Whoops. Yeah. No, I know it's happening. I looked up already, like, all the people you can get oh. <laughs> and all the crew you can hire, and I'm just like... Because I was, like, curious. I was like, part of me doesn't... Part of me wants to role play in this game as if I was really there doing it. And then part of me understands this is a video game that has things that you need to do to trigger things to happen. And it's mm-hmm. not always in line with how I would naturally respond yes. in com in this in this pre-authored conversation. I think the uh to use Skyrim as an example, because I will say their mainline quests that kind of for lack of a better way of putting it, forces you to join Constellation, the like main thing. Yeah, I think is a not as well executed companion main story quest. In like, for those that played Skyrim, it was like you're the Dragonborn. Like, mm. you slowly like embrace I your figured. destiny as this thing and then this it's like constellation and it's kind of the same thing but in a less yeah in a less to me fun way that feels where the dragonborn felt factionless um with the like i guess like ancient what were they called the blades the ancient like order that like protected yeah i don't know i'm also i'm also early but like the graybeards yeah, the graybeards. Like it felt like, oh yeah, you're like, you're like the, you know, you're like the next uh, guy, whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. Right. And this feels like, to to Jeremy's point, like the stuff you have to do to unlock parts of the game, and it's through constellation. And I don't love that very much. I don't really I like gonna... constellation. I don't really give a shit about. Yeah. Their whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm kind of like, ah, all the fuck shrapnel shit. Or Yeah, I want to go be a pirate. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to yeah. get out there and I want to fuck shit up. But, um, yeah. I want to go steal coffee mugs from everybody. But every now and then, I feel like I like, for my role playing experience, pretend I'm not like an assassin murderer. And I'm like, hey, gang, let's do some yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. excavations. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that feels good. weird. Oh, <laughs> you guys are my pals. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, here's a question though. Can you just shoot everyone in Constellation in the lodge? Yeah, they won't probably, die though. Probably. Oh they yeah. I mean, you've tried. <laughs> I I would imagine that 
you'll learn pretty quick who can be killed and who cannot. There's probably Key characters, characters. If you shoot them, they'll just kind of double over, and then they'll they'll get back up. Huh. Yeah, and then if there's characters that are like part of a quest where maybe I'm it not was gonna like, ruin the whole thing for you. Well, I, I guess th- my question is how. I, I that's where I would like to talk about choice in the game. Like that's that's where I think this game to me is it's unclear right now. Like what kind of game is this? Because Baldur's Gate, you know, I'm talking to Jacques, I'm talking to Mikey. That just seems like a game where they've literally accounted for almost every single yes. scenario that can possibly happen so that everything feels meaningful. Everything feels like you're truly role playing. Like I oops, I burned down this house, but don't worry. Like the house being burnt down will trigger another fun, cool thing later. This doesn't not feel like that at all to me. It feels like it feels like I actually need to be on rails, otherwise I'm gonna have a bad time with the game. Like, have you guys trounced off the beaten path and like like I don't know, has anything you've done really mattered in any of the main quests? I haven't even really done the main quest to be honest with you. I've been doing side quests and I've been going to that, random yeah. planets and yeah. and uh, you know I, harvesting stuff with the cutter and and upgrading. My my much. recommendation to everyone is to do the main quest for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to answer your question. Baldur's Gate is a hard, hard bar to hit as far as that level sure, of sure. freedom. Um, but I do think, um, yeah, you are definitely impacting the world. I think Bethesda's good about like um, honoring your choices and having the world reflect it. It's just not as, not as like literal as like yeah. Baldur's Gate. You can like kill someone with a whole storyline and like, I mean, like main. Mm-hmm. "Quote unquote main characters like there's people right. who are like, hey, we should party together, and you can just fucking slice them dead where <laughs> they stand, take their gear, and yeah. you'll never hear anything of their <laughs> quest ever again. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's like as brutal as that, but it is like when you choose to do things, people will interact with you differently or treat you differently, or you know, the world will respond to your choices. I guess. Yeah. I feel like in most Bethesda games and in Starfield, what I've noticed as well is it's, yeah, it's not so much of a granular reaction. Like it's not going to change again, like like in Baldur's Gate where like, yeah, like specific, the way people, not just the way people interact with you, but also like what type of encounters you might have. Like it, it, change, it can change a whole lot in Baldur's Gate. In Starfield, the way it works is you do something and like you just see like the little like, oh, Okay, like maybe your your uh, what do they call it? reputation? Sarah didn't your, like that. Your, yeah, your reputation drops with this, and it's usually like with a big group of people. I feel like it's never like one. May, maybe some key characters, your reputation. Sam Code doesn't like anything I do. Exactly, <laughs> but then like, but then at least in like previous uh, Bethesda games, like I remember in Fallout being like, oh, this whole faction does the your reputation went down or it went up, you know, or something like that. And so it's just more broad. It's not so much a like, oh, if you do this. It's going to do this, this, and this. It's more like you do this and, uh, mm. well, this they'll just talk a little funny or maybe they'll attack you if they see you on the spot, you know, depending on who the faction is or something like that. So it's just yeah. a little more general than granular as it is in Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, is there, is there uh, do we feel like, I guess, do we feel like there's a healthy medium option for 
relationships. Like, you know how in Mass Effect it was really just Paragon or whatever the bad Renegade. Renegade. Like, is, but then, like, no middle ground really is just like either good people are hot on you or they're cold on you is there anything like interesting in the middle for starfield that we've seen yet like i feel like i'm just i just lean responding positive to most people and then every once in a while i'll try a negative response and they just don't like it <laughs> it's like <laughs> like why would really you do it. that that's not yeah you. yeah 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 <laughs> i uh uh n- mm. I, to answer your question, I think no. Being yeah. too gray is... I think, unfortunately, to really get into some good old-fashioned evil, you got to kind of do some good old-fashioned evil. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. people will, like, at first not like it, but then you'll meet someone who does. And they'll be yeah. like, hey, buddy, I yeah. liked what you did there. Yeah. Uh, but no, I don't, I, I don't think you are, I think, uh, well, it's, it's probably doable, but it's more fun to go one way or the other, like go full evil or go full good. Like I'm sure that gray area exists, but yeah, like you were saying, Mikey, it's like, okay, like, yeah, go full evil and you're going to come across some cool guy who's also going to give you more cool stuff to do where yeah, right. if you're in the middle, you're like, you're not going to get the good people, you know, reaching out to you. You're not going to have the bad people. You're just going to have this kind of like generic experience almost probably so i feel i feel like the gray is like okay i've been full evil for a while now i'll try some full good <laughs> like, and you I might redeem be- myself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the gray uh you can kind yeah. of uh, i will say like i i think uh the prospect of uh, infinite levels is fascinating to me so you can kind of it sounds like see everything, whereas in Skyrim, you would kind of lock yourself out of certain things uh, because of those choices. I don't know that this is going to do that. And you mean with upgrading like your character skills? Character skills, quest lines, it kind of seems like you'll be able to see everything, which mm. is kind of yeah cool did, to did me. Any I don't good... Know tips for how i should be specking a character like because right now i feel like i've not made any strong choices i've like upgraded a few things from each little like a few physical a few science a few this few that a few ship things uh did you guys do something different are you guys all did you guys choose something and stick with the whole path or i'm doing a little bit of everything at this point the only one i haven't done which uh I I'm actually it would be interested to hear from Mikey like how how has stealth been working because here's I was originally that's how you normally play is super stealthy in like Fallout games and whatnot yeah. but uh, what was it we watched a, a review from Inside Gaming is that what it was Adrian that video you mm-hmm. sent me uh, and was it Bruce or Lawrence one of them are just like yeah I went full sneak and like in the advertisements for the game they're like oh yeah you can sneak up behind people and murder them with an axe like one hit kill assassinations and he's like you can't actually do that in the game like you can max out your sneak and all this stuff. And like, it was straight up, like they said you could do it and it's not in the game, but, um, so which kind of bummed me out. So I've been avoiding it, but how, how has, yeah, I, I've been more spreading my traits out across um, what you've been doing, Jeremy, but how does that work with you? Like taking a more sneaky approach? Is that actually different <laughs> or no? Uh, actually one of my big, big issues with this game is the sneak, uh, okay. is the stealth, stealth, uh, 
um yeah it i get unfortunately like it works real good on the first person i shoot oftentimes people are in the same like patrol path which is really frustrating. Skyrim was real good about that. Like if you studied how people moved and you took out a certain guard and no other guard saw it, they weren't alerted. In this game, you shoot one fucking person, everyone <laughs> in the area is alerted. Like all of them. Yeah. And that's been really frustrating uh, actually because I'm full sneak. Like I went all in. Yeah. My lock picking, my all that stuff. So... um. Yeah, I'm a little frustrated with that. Um, but again, I think the there's no respec, but there is the ability to get everything. So it's so just going to be like... Start putting your points in other I can put, move my points. Um, but well, how, I will say I'm, yeah. I am frustrated with it. It's not as clean as I would thought it was going to be or hoped for. I've so, been, I tried to do approach some missions by sneaking, and... What I experienced was that my companion just ran in there and fucked everything up. Oh yeah, you right can't. Away. Yep. I'm again. So, I'm alone at all times. Oh, so you guys, you you can. I guess you can do alone, huh? Oh yeah, you can. I did it after the first couple times when exactly when that happened. Yeah. When my companion just ran in there and started shooting yeah, people, fucking like, oh, shit up. God. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then it's like, but then you you can't offload anything. You, gear you find to your right. companion so it's like a that's the trade-off yeah it sucks that you can't like at least order your companion to like do a different fighting style like i want you to be sneaky or i want yes. you to follow me or like wait for my cue or anything yeah. like that you, you could tell think. them to wait and if you crouch they'll crouch but if they see somebody they are done crouching yeah. they're, they're like <laughs> sorry pal i gotta and, kill yeah bloodthirsty yeah. That's um, I think one of the that's a good example of one of the things that um while there are a lot of quality of life updates in this game, yeah. you know, as to what games that have come out after this kind of game, after the after Hallmark Bethesda games have implemented, uh, is the fact that they haven't really done anything like that. Like if you're gonna give me a companion, you should let me be able to them order them around so yeah. I can, mm-hmm. you know, totally. do stuff like that or Instead of the famous, you know, uh, D-pad weapon selection, give me a weapon wheel. Give me, you know, something right. quicker oh. so I'm not stopping. So yeah. that's another thing. You can't change your guns on the fly. Yeah, right? Unless you set them as favorites. Set them as favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then use a D-pad. Which is the same way they've been doing it for like 15 years. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't done that. It's a bad system that. for sure. It's bad. Yeah. Because it doesn't, I, it doesn't my, pause your game either. It just kind of like goes slow mo. So D-pad people shoot at you. <laughs> was just my med kits, and I saw all these slots, and I was like, "How do I put things on here?" Yeah, it is clunky. Go into your menu, okay, and then you select this is gonna, hover this is over an item. Changing everything for me. <laughs> this is literally going to change my entire game. It'll, yeah, <laughs> it'll give you the option of. Slot can you imagine? I've been going into the menu, into my inventory. I can. I can. I don't. I. I again. When they don't we tell talked, you that. Yeah. Yeah, and when we talked, I was like. I, I do f- have anybody that's played a previous game of theirs is going to have a some yeah. type of advantage just like understanding yeah. like stuff like that stupid yeah. shit that they <laughs> I stick to over all yeah. the years. I I can't tell if this is partly just on the success of this game or 
how much I just love fucking outer space, <laughs> but <laughs> I do love space? outer Excuse space. Me? I just love being in outer space, and it really does take go a long way of like yeah. what I'm uh, kind of willing to put up with. If this was a game that I liked any less, I'd be like ra- ranting and raving about some of these issues. But because I just think I just like the vibes of like being going to a, the Western town, being like, wow, this is like a, you know, uh, a firefly town. Like this mm-hmm. is like that, or this is more like Buzz Lightyear's, ha- you know, uh, world or Tomorrowland. Whatever. Yeah. It just is like, I just, I, I, I still, even th- through talking about this, want to play it right now. I mean, and that's sort of like a testament to, I think that they made a pretty good game Yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not at all a bad game. There's no way you can with anybody with you know common sense could look in this and say this is a this is a bad game. It is a very competently, very like thoughtfully made game. It's just mm-hmm. it it feels it gets, like it gets better. It yeah. gets yeah. better. Do you guys? Some people are saying, and I kind of agree with this, that even though the fast travel is really great in the game, it makes the whole game feel very small. Because yeah. you're able to, because instead of having to like no man sky it and like jump planet hop or whatever, you just literally warp from galaxy to galaxy in the blink of an eye. Uh, I'm of two minds about that. I agree, but also I don't want to take a hundred years to get to another place <laughs> if I need to go do something. You know, uh, well, I, th- I think having the ability to do it would have been nice. Yeah, because yeah, at this point, like it's. Not like who, who was it? Like uh, Alana Pierce went seven hours to Pluto and like flew through it. Like it didn't. There's no animation. Like she didn't like show up on it. Like all of a sudden it was there, and then like boom, she just went straight through it. It's like wait, what? I, straight I, I, through the planet? Yeah, so yeah. Kind of like they're like just it, JPEGs. It forces you to like yeah to use the 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 landing basically animation like the quick travel to get to a planet mm-hmm. or whatever. And so like I wish I had just had the option to do it with with all the planets, but. You're right. Like just like you, you, you do you it like you do it like or something. You, yeah, like, but then like you do it five times, you're gonna be like, all right, I'm sick of this. I'm gonna go to so I'm glad it's yeah. there. But see, yeah. I think there could have been a compromise though, right? Because for me, and I'm I'm a commit to the bit guy. So mm-hmm. when I get in my ship, I wanna be the one to, you know, raise my ship and take it off, but you have to, you know, press the takeoff button and it does it on its own. Yeah. Um and I think that's part of the immersion. And I think that breaks it a little bit for me when it turns into a loading screen and then suddenly I'm in space. Yeah. I wish that, you know, um, I, I can't remember what game it was, but there was one where it starts the animation or it starts like you're taking off and then you could just press X to skip and then you're there. Right. So if I start a light speed, if I want to stay in light speed, yeah. I can, but I, maybe I'll just press X to jump and then you're there. So that way you can do it whichever way you want. You satisfy both crowds, but. Yeah, I think we didn't the, get that, choice. that game, that Ubisoft game, Starlink. I don't know if you guys remember that game. That might be it, but what that, I'm thinking of. That was like a really great balance of like, you could fly out of the planet if you wanted. Right. Or you could kind of skip it and fast travel and you were mostly doing that. But yeah, at least they let you. Anyway. Yeah. Well, Starfield out right now. Game Pass. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. So that's the other thing. I've only been playing it this is going to be wild. I, cause I've been out of town. Mm-hmm. I've been playing it through the game pass streaming. So I haven't even played it like oh, shit. solid oh. on my PC. Yeah. So on my steam deck streaming it through the internet, Cool. Uh, it doesn't 
look great. So I'm excited to finally fire it up on my PC and like, oh, wow, Marvel at the graphics a little bit. But yeah, uh, it surprisingly plays well on Game Pass, especially the, st- hmm. the streaming. I think wow. that this game looks good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that it looks like a, like speaking of a Horizon Forbidden West, that game looks like phenomenal marvelous Real i don't think it's quite there i think it looks like uh but it does everything well enough like it does mm-hmm. it does its graphics and its designs like there's there's like flourishes yeah that yeah. i appreciate yeah. but it overall yeah i'm not marveling at it at yeah all times yeah um that's a good way to put it certain sections do look really good but for the majority it's it works it yeah. works I like a good uh what is it like JJ Abrams like what's his lighting the lens effect? flares yeah lens flare as I'm like walking <laughs> towards the uh, you know a, a thing in space or whatever yeah. like you know there's there's things where I'm like ooh that's that's pretty sweet that that's pretty yeah. good there's um, like being on like a tiny moon and like mm-hmm. looking up to like a giant ringed planet mm-hmm. yeah back yeah. you know background is like oh that's fucking sick that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Or the that items. Cool. I gotta shout out the item, the little models for stuff that you pick up looks oh. really good too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like mm-hmm. when you're looking through the inventory, yeah, all the high res models of every object you pick up in the game yeah. is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Um, perfect. Perfect game and well. Perfect game. Oh, we should. I feel like for as much as we make fun of Bethesda for shipping out broken games we should actually like say this one is like not broken it's not like broken so it's so playable uh, of course little things have glitched here and there but things have glitched in tears of the kingdom for me i mean like Fair. things just glitch sometimes like i haven't yes, had like yeah. a straight up boot or like no. a, i haven't no, not at all none of that. i had a, i had one i had um i was loading or you know when you, you're going to a planet and you land and then it says get out of your ship. You know the button. I pressed it to get out of my ship and then it just kept loading and kept loading and kept mm. loading. And I think it got stuck in a in a low loop. Yeah. And I had to reset the game. But um, I mean, like, I've also Cyberpunk, had ships like randomly. Like you couldn't play it. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Yeah. I, I, this is Yikes. this is yeah. by far their most polished game, which yeah. for a Bethesda game means that there's still bugs. There's just not as many as past games. Yeah, there's characters who like clip into the wall every now and oh, then yeah. or whatever. But it's like to me. Like, there was a mission I was on, and, like, you know, I'm fighting a bunch of spacers or whatever, and then, like, of co- out, out of the six of the spacers, one of them just didn't trigger that he was in a gunfight and just stood there. <laughs> and I was really afraid it was going to, like, not let me shoot him or finish the mission, and it did. It let me just walk up. I just knocked him out. Popped him. <laughs> popped him. Yeah. And then it was, like, mission complete and i was like oh that's at least they like accounted for if a character fucks up and goes into the yeah. mountain and clips his little legs in there or whatever you mm-hmm. can like you can work around certain variables which i was like okay good. that's cool you know but who knows maybe i'll find some game breaking stuff later but yeah. could be yeah. i think i uh, people fall into new atlantis yeah yeah I, yeah yeah i think yeah. to your uh to your point jeremy not broken, uh, and good foundation, such mm-hmm. as how games are rolled out nowadays. Mm-hmm. There will be DLC. They will update the yeah. game. And I think uh, 
I'm happy with the foundation of it as yes. as it is. I'm like pretty strong out the gate. A lot of things could be better. Could have been a whole lot worse. Uh, yeah, but I'm could have been. I'm ex- yeah, I'm excited for them to to. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe execute some of these ideas we're talking about right now and kind of be like, you know what? That would be cool if yeah. X, Y, or Z. Um, There's certain things do. that they could easily implement and keep everything basically the same, just like adding a mini-map or adding a way to just send your gear to your ship or mm-hmm. ha- or ha- make, make your ship have unlimited storage, I think would be an easy you guys know about the no little trade would. authority kiosks right right yeah i was land. gonna say those okay. fucking things run out of money they do <laughs> i i'm but, like losing my I, mind i did, I did, I did the intro mission and i collected enough stuff <laughs> to to just clean out that first kiosk you come to and i'm like and they all right regenerate for hours and hours and hours but there's of a but there's like a bunch of them you can like you know i only just, have found one in each of in, in like a couple of planets I've visited. I is there like more than one in New Atlantis? No, no, no. Not more than one. I just mean like any major planet. Yeah. It does it takes a you know, takes a second to just bop over another planet, but Totally. Know. But I, I, I think that I've cleaned out the three I've found. I in I high high recommend getting investing in weightlifting. Yeah, uh, agreed. The, Wait a minute. Uh, agreed. Carry yeah. weight. Yeah. Get that. one of the skills you got to upgrade, right? Yeah, yeah. for mm-hmm. sure. Get that. Also, Get I looked up there scavenging is scavenging. Yeah. Big time. The one yeah. point in scavenging because you'll just find money everywhere. That's cool. like I money has not been an issue for me, and I had I put one point in scavenging at the be- beginning of the game. I'm like, I don't know. I have like three hundred thousand credits or something yeah. insane. Should I be hiring everybody I meet? Uh, I mean, you don't have to. Do what do they like do them? for you? Do you like them? No, I don't like anybody <laughs> I've met. Do Mostly like- it's just like, from what I've seen, like, uh, and there's a whole section of the game I am still haven't seen, which is Outposts. Anybody seen this yet? Or I'm not this? doing that again. I, 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 I didn't want to do it in Fallout 4. I'm yeah, not doing it I here. haven't seen yeah. it, though. I don't know what it <laughs> I, is. I, yeah. I went in in Fallout 4 and, like, built a whole fucking thing and went crazy. No, but, uh... It's basically, from what I've seen, buffs for either your ship while you're in like fighting or traveling, or buffs for your outposts. As oh, I understand that, okay. it, yeah, like because you can just when you look at someone's outpost. yeah, yeah, it's like when you look at someone's abilities, it's like you know they'll be yeah, like yeah. research or whatever, yeah, and it's like it'll speed up the time of your outpost thing, and it's like I don't fucking use an outpost, so I don't, mm-hmm. huh? So interesting. I think if I were, if you were to see someone, you you will fight people like in your ship. So if there's somebody who's like a weapons or shields or something, yeah, it's worth to have a little little buff or a little boost. Yeah, the wolf, the den, that place is great. That's or if you got the stones, just handle it on your own. Man, that's yeah. what I'm doing. So I like I like the den because it's like. And it's something they don't tell you in the game. I think you're supposed to find it eventually, but I just warp there now and I just have it sort of like I know where it is. But you can bring contraband there. You can sell all your shit there. It's like the place to go. And I think it's like the shortest walk from your ship to selling that I looked up. So it's like very quick. Anyway, tip. 
folks, I think that's going to do it. For Video Games, a comedy show, thank you so much for listening. That is our first impression of Starfield. I think, you know, it. this could be a 10 out of 10 in a year with some updates. I think right now I'm, I'm leaning like 8 out of 10. Not bad at all. Like, and mm-hmm. very excited to play it literally today. Uh... But crazy year. We still got more to go. Spider-Man's coming out, baby. We got yeah, uh, boy. Mario Wonder. Yeah, boy. Oh, yes. Yeah, we got we got some more stuff coming out for sure. And uh, yeah. What I a just year. I can't believe it. What a it. fucking I'm, year. I feel like it's I'm- It's been crazy. I feel like, I, I feel like somebody found a genie. And that's why, <laughs> how this year happened. Uh, Make it 1998 again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, let's go ahead and uh, plug Mikey Stevens. Where can people find you? What do you want people to know? You can find me on the socials at Mikey Loves Mikey. You can find me. Uh, I have a TikTok. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, Tiki Mikey Talkie. Uh, yeah. Follow me on there. Uh, <laughs> are, you, are you putting a lot of your Instagram stuff on TikTok? That's all I'm doing because okay, I don't good. know what the hell. To, I, I'm, Great. Yeah, too much. All right, uh, let's help uh, Mikey blow up on TikTok. Everybody yeah, help me follow. blow up. Adrian Holmes, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me any and everywhere on the internet at Homeboy. Um, you can also find me alongside Garrett on our Super Gamer Boys podcast every Monday at 7 p.m. on Twitch. Oh, yeah, Garrett. Morlang. You can find me everywhere at G Morlang. And, uh, yeah, and if you miss a live stream, you can catch our podcast when it comes out Wednesdays at YouTube.com slash Super Gamer Boys and on all podcast services. Amazing. You can follow... Me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can also follow me on Blue Sky at Jeremy Schmidt. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Radio, where you can get a bunch of bonus video game content from uh, the makers of this show. Call Me By Your Game, Reactivators, Inside Video Games, Classic with July, and the Scary Basement Movie Podcast. We also are like you know wrapping up our sonic adventure games club here in just a few weeks which has been crazy but it's been a lot of fun so if you're interested in hearing you know six people just in the depths of a hot depression talking about what it was like to play sonic adventure you can go over there and listen to that um folks we'll be back next week with a brand new episode about a brand new thing bye bye